Hi everyone, it's Emma Amanda here from The Wedding Method. Today we're talking to Jackie from the amazing More and More Cafe in Fremantle. Hi Jackie, thanks for coming in. Um, so I would like to start off by you telling us about that beautiful building that More and More Cafe is in. So the More and More building was built in the mid to late 1800s and it was originally used as a merchant's warehouse um, and that beautiful cartway that you see going from the front to the back yep. was actually where the horses used to bring the carts in and offload for oh. the merchants, predominantly tea I believe. Um, and then over the years the building um, got quite derelict and then in the 1980s with the America World Cup mm. um, sailing race when a lot of Fremantle was um, redone that's when the city owned more and more and the building was actually revamped okay so yeah that's basically it that's the history and so there's a couple of things going on in the building there's yeah. the cafe yeah. and there's the gallery correct so the space is sort of shared the building is owned by the city of Fremantle and um, it's a contemporary art gallery so the Moors contemporary art gallery which uses most of the space um, we have a main gallery and a gallery reception room and an upstairs gallery which runs completely separate to the more and more cafe mm -hmm. we share the space the Moors um, More and More Cafe uses the courtyard, the cartway, and then the front room. Mm -hmm. And then the cafe runs sort of 7 until 4 every day, 7 days a week. And then the events run from 6 p.m. onwards in the evenings. Um, so you would have exclusive use of that space. Okay. When did More and More start offering weddings? So basically, um, the More and More Cafe started about nine years ago. Mm -hmm. Simon Neighbour, who's currently the owner and director, um, had a love for um, all things organic and local, and hence his passion to start his own cafe. And that was the predominant use of the space. The cafe became so successful and so popular that people actually asked if he would host their weddings. Uh -huh. So the first weddings started about seven to eight years ago. Okay. And it was very casual. Um, bookings were sort of taken on a scrap piece of paper. And, um, <laughs> nothing um, as formal, I put in inverted commas because it's not a formal venue, but nothing as sort of, um, you know, organised and... Um, Structured today. Structured, yeah. Good, yeah. yeah, as it is today. But yes, obviously those initial weddings were basically the benchmark of what and I'm assuming they were sort of just locals and friends and things like that exactly yeah. it, they were basically um, customers that came in and just loved the space um, we have a lot of Notre Dame University of course, students yeah. that um, a lot of our clients are past Notre Dame universities oh, yes. <laughs> the old stomping ground yeah but that's basically where it just sort of grew from just you know word of mouth yeah, yeah. to obviously us they're now launching you know more and more events as and do you still get most of the weddings through word of mouth? A lot. Yeah. I would say definitely probably 50% come from word of mouth. Um, it's now become so popular that you might have um, someone who comes to the wedding whose niece is getting married or whose friend's getting married and that's where I get, oh, my aunt told me or my sister yeah, told yeah, me or my yeah. cousin told me or we've attended a wedding here and loved it so much. Yeah. So a lot and a lot of our marketing is actually done through the cafe. So pamphlets right. um, well, that we or promotions that we put promotion. together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, you know, pop into the, the cutlery boxes on, on the tables in the cafe and, and use that as a marketing strategy. Yeah. Okay. And so 
your role probably didn't exist seven or eight years ago. No, <laughs> it didn't. So tell no, us. No, it didn't. Tell us so about what you did. So I started almost three years ago uh, just working 10 hours a week um, and literally just helping with, you know, the bookings that were coming in. It already then was quite successful with weddings and um, my predecessor had put um, a lot of processes and structures in place to be able to cope with the yeah. increase in demand yeah. mm. um, but from three years ago to where we are now we probably uh, doubled our events turnover okay wow so yeah my my role predominantly is um, an event coordinator so I'm um, the initial point of contact from somebody either phoning or sending an email through to say I'm interested in the space for a wedding where to from here um, I obviously send them out all the information uh, meet with them show them around the venue answer any questions that they have I put together a visual presentation because I know that it can be quite difficult to visualize a space yep. as a cafe by day versus a wedding yeah. reception at mm. night so that's always quite nice to show them um, and then take them through that whole process about up until four to six weeks before the wedding okay um, yeah nice uh, Okay, let's talk about the different ways you can have a wedding at more and more. So what's the largest number you can cater for? And I guess what's your smallest wedding that you've done? So the largest we can go up to in the space is 120 cocktail. Mm -hmm. um, and we can do up to 50 sit down. Um, if you're familiar with the space, you'll know that we use the gallery front room yes. as the seating area. Yep. Um, and that's probably, you know, it used to be 60. I'm more comfortable now with a 50. Mm -hmm. I just find that yeah. otherwise it's too congested. The smallest weddings that we have done is a sit-down wedding of 20 people. Yeah. Okay. So we do, awesome. it is very nice, and we do have a lot of um, demand for that. Um, you know, people who just want something a little bit simple, sometimes it's just older couples, maybe mm -hmm. a second wedding, yeah. where they just want close family and yeah. friends and... They don't necessarily want, you know, dance floors or anything. They just want a yeah. small intimate dinner. Yep. Okay. So, so okay, talk to us about the ceremony. Because I've photographed the ceremony, yeah. oh, a couple of ceremonies yeah, in the so, outside space. Yeah. And also one in winter in the inside where yes. the dance floor is. Yeah. So most of our ceremonies are held in the courtyard. Um, the courtyard is probably the most popular, mm -hmm. um, and it's a beautiful space to hold the venue. So we don't charge for the ceremony setup um, per se. We will set it up according to um, you know what the bride and groom want. Um, extra styling, arbors, etc. They can bring in themselves, but we will do the basic setup for free. Mm -hmm. um, the courtyard is a great space to to use. Failing which, if the weather doesn't go our way, we are able to use the indoor space as well, which mm -hmm. is, if you photographed it, you know that it works out beautifully. Oh, yeah. And we can use both. We've got the cafe front room, which has got that beautiful brick arch. Yep. Um, and then we've actually also done a wedding recently in the gallery front room because of um, setup that was ready in the cafe front room and we had um, bucketing rain. We landed up using the gallery front room as our plan B and it mm -hmm. actually worked out beautifully. Um, nowadays, I'm actually finding that some people request to have it indoors initially, just as that if they're sort of on the borderline of a potential rain, yep. rather than mm. going through that stress of Moving let's there. change yep. it, um, a lot of people are actually requesting it now. And then it works beautifully because once I've had their ceremony inside, everyone moves straight outside into the courtyard for their canapes and drinks, and in the background, our staff are setting it back into yeah. whether it's a dance floor or the lounge you or whatever. You just can't tell these days. I mean, 
Emma and I did a podcast a few weeks ago on always having a plan B and then that came to fruition this Saturday because I had a completely outdoor ceremony and reception and oh, no right. plan B yeah. and we had torrential rain so yeah. I just yeah I just think it's always you, you know, have to have a plan B I think so. yeah. definitely have to have a plan B and the great thing about more and more is that leading up to the wedding we always get contacts of anyone involved in the wedding any suppliers coming in yeah. to take that stress off the bride and groom so if it is raining or if it's a howling gale or if it's just too completely miserable that main contact is the person that we contact to change it so we yeah. never ever contact the bride and groom mm. directly to stress them out on mm. their day mm. so that they are in the comfort of knowing someone who they've appointed yeah a trusted friend yeah, yeah. Um, Mum and bride, that kind of thing. exactly yeah, yeah. can make that decision and behind yeah. the scenes everything is perfectly beautiful for yeah. them yeah but yeah you definitely have to have a plan b too and i think <laughs> we're very sort of passionate about safeguarding the ceremony for obvious reasons yeah, yeah. um yeah. that's something and it's that's a good venue for that for that very reason exactly yeah. exactly so your timing of the ceremony will always be six o'clock yes Due to the cafe closing at four o'clock daily, it gives us only two hours, four till six, to do the full setup. Mm-hmm. Um, so six pm is the earliest that we can do the ceremony. Okay. Which in summer would be perfect. Yeah, it is great, yeah. and um, yeah, because it's not too hot, the no. lighting is good. Yeah. Um, and likewise in in winter, you know, if it's um, we have the marquee heaters outside, so it, I've done one in winter. At, at it's the actually ceremony. beautifully warm. I, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, that heat sort of gets trapped under yeah. the marquee, and it's. The lighting's great because it's dark and you get the full effect of the fairy lights and the festoon lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, alternatively, if they just want to forego and just completely have an indoor ceremony, the, the building is beautifully suited mm. to mm. a winter Absolutely. wedding as well. So you said with couples booking in, you take them through a process, um, Correct. seeing the space um, up until four to six weeks beforehand. So Yes. So after the initial booking is done and they're happy with everything, um, we've done their menu selection, we've done their timings, um, a temporary to be confirmed timesheet, etc. I keep a file um, on record and any correspondence that, that we have from the time of booking to about four to six weeks. I'll update their notes, so whether they tell me who their DJ or their photographer or their florist is, mm. or if they ask any questions, that's noted. Then about four to six weeks before the wedding, I hand their file over to the event manager who's going to run their wedding. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's aware of everything we've spoken about. Okay. So she can literally pick up their Bible per se and go, this is what you've discussed with Jackie. She makes their final meeting, where obviously numbers are finalised, um, menu selections actually picking and choosing which canapes they want, which signature bowls and any other details um, are confirmed. Um, and she is the one who then basically runs the... And she's there on the day. She's there on the day from, oh, you know, mid, mid-afternoon, yeah. obviously getting all the, the deliveries coming yeah, in, yeah, yeah. sorting out the logistics, overseeing the, the setup, um, running it. Yeah, she's there from start until close. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what about catering? How does that work? Does the cafe... The, it all so, comes yeah, the cafe? so we yeah. have, um, believe it or not, that tiny kitchen is where <laughs> all the food comes from. We do have a prep kitchen in the back, um, which helps a lot. We have a dedicated event chef who also works for the cafe, so yeah. it's very sort of um, cross-purpose, so to speak. Um, and Leo is um, our little French chef, who's just absolutely <laughs> amazing. Got to have a French chef. Yes. Um, yeah, he's been with us for over two years now, mm-hmm. and I just cannot fault. His food is divine. 
Um, so yeah, we have a huge selection of canapes where in our cocktail package you would choose seven. Right. Um, so again, it um, gives you quite a lot of freedom of choice to yeah. choose if people have got certain dietary requirements or allergies yeah. or something. And then yeah. two signature bowls and likewise in the sit down, we're able to sort of cover any, you know, requirements that you may have. Um, yeah, so all the catering is done from that little kitchen yeah. straight into that. The kitchen is closed up for the events, so probably what I like to point out is that the clutter is cleared, and that's yeah. something that I show the clients in the presentation that I do, that by day these coffee cups and sugar bowls and newspapers, yeah. that's all packed away. The kitchen uh, roller doors completely closed. Um, it's all sort of neat and tidy, but yeah. still keeping that Actually. eclectic, yeah, yeah. Yeah. quirky style that the cafe has. Yeah, I love the um, Thai chicken curry. I had that a couple of times. Oh, so good. (laughs) It's a good place to work. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and it's really, well, yeah. Food is, like, important. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, and, you know, when we get served food, and, you know, they come around, they're like, oh, here you go. And, like, you know, you're not the last person, or they don't forget about you when you're walking around as a photographer. So that's really good. Well, that's good to hear. You feel included. Yeah. (laughs) On on that, I think I have a lot of clients coming to me purely before our vegan and our vegetarian, because we are able to fully cater for a vegan and a vegetarian wedding, which not a lot of establishments can do. Mm. So I do find that sort of a draw card for a lot of people as well it is free after all yeah exactly (laughs) so um from i guess let's talk about timings so from you know you've got your ceremony at six o'clock then take us through sort of the what would happen yeah main times for all right so i'll focus predominantly on cocktail because that's what we mainly do um in terms of the space um so 6 p.m. if you're having a ceremony, you'd obviously come in and have your ceremony from 6 until sort of quarter, maybe 20 past 6. Mm-hmm. And straight after, we would come out with um, Turkish bread mm-hmm. and dips and serve some arrival drinks. Yeah. Um, so because we know that immediately 100 so odd people want to have something to drink, yep. the waitresses come straight out and use that. We'll then go straight into service of our signature bowls. So in the cocktail package, you have a choice of two signature bowls, two per person. So whether it be a tart chicken curry or a lamb casserole and polenta, Mm. those again are served. Um, We quite like doing the service of the signature bowls early because people are hungry. Well, that's Mm. it. It's dinner time. Yeah, it is dinner time. Exactly. And especially if somebody's, you know, sort of had to travel far to Mm. get there for the ceremony, um, they probably haven't had a proper lunch and... You've the service of alcohol, you yeah. need to kind of get that. We point. remain in the courtyard area from six until Hopper State, um, mm-hmm. having those beautiful signature bowls and drinks and Turkish bread and just sort of everyone catching their breath and socialising. Yeah. yeah. And then at Hopper State, everyone moves into the two front rooms, which previously have been closed off. Um, so the point is that everyone is not you know, all Split. mixed all over yep. the place. And that's They're great because I've snuck in there and no one's been yeah, out and there and got all the photographs. Yes. <laughs> and we do allow yeah. that. So if yeah. the yeah. bride and groom want to sneak in and have a pretend cutting of the cake photo I've even done some lounge on the, yeah. on the couch, they yeah. can do that, which is quite nice. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a surprise because it's the next part of yeah. the... Yeah. You've had your courtyard outside, beautiful, catching your breath and socialising, and now we move inside and it's... 
more the formalities, and I again say that in inverted commas because it's not a formal venue, yeah. Mm, yeah. but we'll go into speeches and um, possibly cutting of the cake or first dance yeah. if they want, and then follow that by the service of the, the canapes, yeah. um, which again is quite nice because later on in the evening... It's like you, supper, isn't it? Yeah. You're quite, you, you know, you've had your signature bowls and you're probably a little bit picky, yeah. so yeah. It, yeah. we follow that by the canapé service. And then, yeah, depending on what they provided, because desserts are BYO, so they're very welcome to bring in a selection of cake buffets. I've mm-hmm. definitely seen lolly yeah. buffets. And lolly buffets are very much yeah. um, flavour of the month. Donut snacks, whatever yeah. they want. Um, so there's always ample food. We're quite passionate about nobody leaving. Cool. Just like <laughs> walls. Yeah. My favourite is the crock and bush. I think oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Those we've had quite a few. Of, and yeah. Those are yeah. lovely. Oh, desserts. The macarons. <laughs> Yeah. And so what time do you sort of shut everything down? Okay, so we music goes down to speaking level at about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, not killing your party, but just sort of comfortable background music. Well, you have to, is it partly residential? It area? is residential, yeah. 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 It's a residential. And, you know, I say to people, if you've started your ceremony at six or a reception at six, it's five hours. Yeah. It's yeah. actually a, yeah. enough time. Yeah. Then we close the bar at 11.20 and the music goes off at 11.30. Yeah, and doors close at 11.45. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've had a sparkler exit, but not actually at more and more, because obviously it's an enclosed space and there's lots of wood. (laughs) (laughs) So we walked down to the Esplanade. Yeah. Yeah. And did the sparkler I think I've seen those photos. Yeah. No, I I actually really, I was stressed about that. (laughs) So much could go wrong. Yeah, because you're taking a bunch of people. Exactly. And o'clock, which was quite like, it's quite late. They're all a little bit. Tipsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm leading them out onto the street. There was police walking by, like, going, what, 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 what are they doing? And then lining them up in the Esplanade and then getting the bride and groom to come through. And I was like, it's dark and it's like there's no in lights in the yeah, exactly. like, park. But, yeah, it worked out really well. I was like, sweet. We've done a few bubble bubble exits. Yeah. Oh, yes. Those will allow yeah. the bubble exit, but yeah, we've got red velvet curtains and as you yeah, said, no, lots sparkles. of wood. And yeah, sparkles. An 1800 building. Yeah, sparkles, drunk people don't really no. <laughs> no, So take them to a space that maybe not, not much no. can go wrong. All, the, all those pine trees, though. But I'm like, <laughs> you did good. Yeah, they, they go around. Because I was like, maybe we could have it on the street. And then I was like, no, nah, let's just. Yeah, we'll block off the cars with the hundred people. Yeah, I was like, mm. well, no, because there's like, all the little laneways around. Like I was thinking yeah. behind the old courthouse there. There's yeah. that like, tiny little street, but it was darker than the park, so I was like, oh, oh well. I love shooting around there, and we both live. Well, no, I, I'm yeah. in Frio, and you're practically in Frio. And let's say that I am in Frio yeah. as well. There was there was that whole transition with the like changing of. Um, Cities, yes, and yeah. we was I was supposed to go into Fremantle City. I was like, yes, yes, and then they go, no, you can stay in, in Melville. Melville. Yeah. Like, Tam, I don't want Melville. Sorry, Melville. <laughs> Doesn't sound as cool. No, no I want Frio. I'm like, I live in Frio. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in the city of Frio. Yeah, <laughs> I can walk. You can walk. But yeah, I've got a wedding. I'm. Sh- uh, I'm not sure. You can Uber there. I can Uber. Yeah, yeah. Got a bicycle in Frio. Someone suggested that. I'm not sure that I could bicycle, like, with my all my gear. Yeah. But, well, because there's a few more hills than you have. Yeah, it's a little bit undulating. Yeah. Well, it's, yes. Not I so think. much going down, but coming back up. Coming back up. And, and, and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Oh, we'll we'll give them back. Yeah. Nice. I'm shooting in the West End this weekend. So oh, nice. So you can't go wrong really, can you, around that area? No. So, and there's always new, yeah, always new stuff to discover as well. Exactly. Like you can turn around the corner. And so every wedding that you do there is can be completely yeah. different. Like obviously couples will go, oh no, we really want that wall that yeah. you shot like 20,000 yeah. times. You're like, Dope. And you're like, okay. <laughs> but then you can go, well, I'm going to take you. And they've unveiled a new, that new building on the corner of Cliff Street. In Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I've used that a couple of times oh, now, definitely. but yeah, that's um, now not under scaffolding. So that's good. Um, and then, yeah, but you can kind of just lead them on a merry journey. Through I think the yeah, it's always going yeah. to be sort of evolving because there's yeah. so much history. There's always something yeah. that's going to be redone. As long as they keep that feel of it. I'm yeah, semi, I'm semi-related to the people that own the, the Samson. Oh, that's right. You told me about them. Yeah. Watching, no. The, no, oh. the, uh, Lionel Samson, he, like, he was the first merchant in... Um, Fremantle, and he, so he developed it as the merchant port, and so there's that Lionel oh, Sanders. There we go. More there. and more was the but yes, more building. Sorry, yeah. my dad's sister married yeah. into the Samson family, so not quite like related, related. <laughs> but they're my cousins. But yeah, every so, time, sort of bloodline. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So I actually claim. shot a wedding at more and more where um, my one of my cousins was a guest. And uh, he was like, oh, did you shoot at the Samson? And I was like, I shoot there all the time. <laughs> I, like, I don't think I did this time, but no, maybe we did. I think we were talking about it. But yeah, they, they, they do like, they're very proud of their Fremantle history. But I'm like, I can see related to Fremantle history. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. A little bit. That. Yeah. Anyway. Um, important. So we talked a little bit about the important um, sort of sparkler and exorcism. Yeah, good that's idea. definitely um, one to <laughs> So what are the uh, some other important considerations for using that space? Because you do share it with a gallery. Yeah. Yeah. We do share it with a gallery. And yeah, point that I'd like to make is unfortunately the main gallery is not for hire because of the ongoing art exhibitions in there. Is that the upstairs? Sadly, the upstairs and, the and, and that yeah. where the main exhibition yeah. area is. Yeah. Sadly, because it is in stunning space mm. but um because we don't know what sculptures are going to come exactly. in and yeah, obviously we can't be moving them the rule yeah. is to keep that space yeah. completely separate so th- that is one consideration um in saying that and i might completely confuse everyone we do get use of that space over christmas and easter because the art gallery shuts down yep so we are doing a massive hundred sit down next saturday they sort of shut down from about the 15th 16th of december to New Year, mm-hmm. and if somebody is wanting to book a large 100 to 130 max, mm-hmm. probably could squeeze up to 140, mm-hmm. then th- these are the times of year that I would push people yep. into so Easter and Christmas. Eastern, Eastern Which Christmas. are busy wedding times as yeah, well. Yeah, there is, especially if you can get go people travelling and, you know, Sunday. if some everyone's going to be together for Christmas, a lot of people mm-hmm. choose to get married at that time. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is one point to consider. Another point to consider is not to overstyle. Because yeah. the building has it's so self, much going yeah. on yep. that it really just calls for simple decor. Yeah, yeah um, totally agree. And I find that if people do go a little bit overboard with the decor, it can actually get lost in the space. Yeah, and it's um, quite colourful in there. Like whenever I've shot there, all the colours come through. Yeah, and so you don't really need to. No, go you definitely just that clean white often is just the best. Kind of yeah. Color. Other than that, there's not really um, any considerations really. Um, other than yeah, probably. Fire sparklers. 
and being burning down mm-hmm. and just the normal like being quiet when you exit the building yeah and yeah. I, I would imagine you know most people we don't have a problem with that mm-hmm. um we are covered by a residential uh, sorry surrounded by a residential area so it's just sort of common courtesy and that's the reason why we move inside at hopper state yeah um, from the courtyard is because of the, the residents um i say to people i believe it's works for them because it keeps your group together mm. instead of having 20 people in the courtyard and 20 people yeah, in the exactly. courtyard it sort yeah, of keeps yeah, and yeah. two and a half hours in the courtyard six to hopper state mm. is enough time to sort of have enjoyed that space and yeah. then be ready to move into yeah. that next phase and often it's be dancing be and, and, yeah, and yeah exactly, exactly. <clears throat> even on the like the hottest of days by yeah. 8 30 like the temperature especially in frio with the wind and the, yes, like exactly. everything's cooled down and i'm sure you've both been to weddings where you get stuck with that one group for five hours yeah. and I find you know by moving everyone inside exactly. it changes the dynamics of yeah. the group yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you get to talk to a different group for Yay. another couple of hours <laughs> okay so the most outlandish or fun weddings that you've had because I've shot there before. maybe you can tell me <laughs> well, I shot there back in 2012 possibly before they had laws about the residential area where we had the brazilian drummers come oh, yes, yes. and it was in they were using the main space and i don't know maybe they maybe they didn't have an exhibition on the same at the time or something but they had like glow sticks and drumming and yeah uh, it was quite noisy <laughs> that was before my time <laughs> but i do know that wedding because that's the wedding that, that called, called for all the noise restrictions <laughs> to be in place thank you for that emma yeah i know i, I, I know and, and it is uh, it yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it can be we did have a wedding um unfortunately i don't get to run a lot of the weddings mm. because of my role yeah yeah but i do run weddings when my event manager goes on her annual Italian holiday and um, if somebody's sick or now coming into December when it's busy I'll lend a hand as well so I do obviously run them ad hoc Mm -hmm. but the probably the craziest one I ran was just after I had newly started I think I was actually probably in my training and um, the groom and his four or five best men decided to do this dance for the bride and all the guests okay cannot remember the song but it was something hip something (laughs) you know pretty groovy there was a lot of jumping around a lot of bending up and down and the one groom actually pulled his back out (gasps) and couldn't move so i don't know if that goes for crazy but yeah it was quite sad yeah that was a bit memorable yeah but most of the weddings are just really really fun yeah um the building is really suited to couples that are super laid back yeah um maybe not so traditional not so traditional but in saying that you can still do a traditional type of wedding but i I find that it just the building is just sort of suited to that laid back simply beautiful just enjoying the celebration versus having all the structured you know, MC, now it's time for this. So most of our weddings are fun weddings. Just really good feel. So what do you love most about your role at More and More? I think because I get to deal with really happy people. (laughs) Um, That's what I I say to people. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a perk. I think I love what I do. Um, You're dealing with people who potentially been planning this day well specifically the brides <laughs> i don't know about the grooms but you know like brides have been one. probably yeah. dreaming about this day since yeah. they were little girls or um you know for a very long time and and you initially get to make that happen for them yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so even though i don't actually run the weddings i get to 
you know, confirm exactly what they want, their setup, their style, their menus, um, and just be a part of making their dream come true. Yeah. And again, because it's dealing with happy people. Yes. You know, brides and grooms are people who are excited, and it's lovely to have that as your main client. Probably what I should add is that um, I briefly spoke about Simon Neighbour's sort of passion for all things local and organic and um, wildly foraged and his reason for, again, obviously having the cafe um, to pursue his dream mm-hmm. of yeah. providing that um, to other people. He's followed that through into, obviously, the wedding events menu um, and is proudly passionate of providing only organic meat, Yep, um, which obviously comes at a cost. So we are very, very um, lucky in that we are still able to offer a relatively affordable package, Mm -hmm. but be assured that you're getting top quality local organic products. Um, The cafe currently, and obviously events is included in that window, is currently 60% uh, farm to table. So wow, that's quite wow. a yeah. yeah he you works very closely. Food, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. He is um, he works very closely with the organics farm food company. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and is as I say very passionate. He is very um, involved in the local community in yeah. terms of you know veggie patches. We have a edible weed wall in the courtyard, yes. which you might have noticed. Yes. Is there a community um, farm? There is a, I've got one yes, right there's one in Hamilton Hill. Yeah, there's yeah. a community farm, and him and his partner, who's also very into this um, type of thing, are forever attending. Yeah, you know, wellness, organic, healthy, local um, speeches, and just he learns more and more all the time. So mm-hmm. it's quite nice to be able to be very proud of the food Absolutely. that yeah. we serve. So it's very good food. <laughs> yeah, we're big on food. Yeah. <laughs> you do love it. Be a perk to the job. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> It is, yeah. You work, you work a hard day. You get a good, hearty yeah. feed at the end of it, bit <laughs> or the end of it, to keep you going till the end of it. That's it. Do you want to do your wrap up? Or yes. All right. So thank you so much, Jackie, for coming in today and talking to us all about more and more. So we are the Wedding Method. You can find us at theweddingmethod.com. Yes, <laughs> and on iTunes and on Stitcher. As well as you can email us with any suggestions, critiques, or um, anything you want to talk Happy to us reviews. about. Happy reviews. Happy reviews, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and we, you can email us at theweddingmethod at gmail.com. And I think that's it for today. Catch you next time, guys. Bye. 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 I wake to find your hand in mine. We must have found